150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Fifth Seal, Episode 8. I'm your host, Norm the Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year, I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List from January to October. Twice a month, I count down from 50 to 31. Then throughout the month of November, which about 10, 11 years ago I dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month. I count down from 30 to number one throughout that month. It is a countdown, which is why the episode's numbers go backwards. You are not losing your mind. Yesterday was episode nine. Today is eight. Tomorrow is seven. On to the end of the month when we will get to episode number one, the worst country in the world for Christians to live in based on the persecution that they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So there's a background on the podcast. All that being said, it is Tuesday, November 23rd, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. On November 18th, Deva Madkami and his in their agricultural fields in India's Odisha state when they were attacked by men wielding sticks and an axe. According to the Christian couple, they were attacked because they fired who were harassing the couple due to their faith. At approximately 1.30 p.m., five men carrying sticks and an axe confronted the Christian couple as they were working in their fields. Suddenly, one of the men struck Deva on the shoulder, yelling, quote, You have given a complaint to the police. Today we will not spare you. We will kill you, unquote. With their sticks, Deva tried to protect his head as the blows rained down on him, but two of the assailants held his hands back. The man wielding the axe attempted to hit Deva in the head, but Yogi blocked the deadly blow. In response, another assailant struck Yogi with a stick, rendering her unconscious. Deba was then hit with the axe, thrown to the ground, choked, and rendered unconscious. The assailants dragged Deba to a nearby pond and threw him in. When the assailants returned to Yogi, they could not find her. While they were throwing Deba in the pond, Yogi regained consciousness and fled to the nearby jungle. Quote, I was watching them come for me. Unquote. Yogi told International Christian Concerns and thought if they found me, I would surely be killed. Unquote. Yogi hid in the jungle until dark and slowly made her way back to her home where she continued to hide. Quote, I was praying for God to save my husband. Unquote. Yogi said, Quote, I did not know what happened to him. I assumed he was dead. Unquote. However, Deba was not dead gained consciousness and was able to flee to another village where he met Pastor Kosamadi. Pastor Kosamadi took Deba to a relative's house, gathered a group of 10 other pastors, and went to the police station to report the attack. After giving a written complaint, Deba was taken to the Malkingiri Government Hospital. Quote, I was very scared when we were unable to find my wife, unquote, Deba told ICC. Quote, many negative things crept into my mind which made me very uncomfortable, unquote. 
On November 19th, police found Deba's wife in her house and rushed her to the hospital. Both Deba and Yogi are now in the hospital recovering from the attack. Quote, I'm happy that we both survived this deadly attack, unquote, Deba told ICC. Quote, it is only God's miracle that we survived. Now they will know who saved us, none other than God Almighty, unquote. So, again, we see just the, the fact that most religion, it's just yoga and chanting and so on. We see, absolutely can see, where Hinduism is very dangerous. It's very violent against Christians. Uh, you know, 33 million gods, they're all acceptable except for Christianity. And it's, it's an amazing thing to, to see just the attitude of these two, that they recognize that it is God that saved them. Their, their faith is not shook by this kind of attack. They're not following after your best life now or any of those things. They know that the gospel is there to save them from the penalty of their sin. And these kinds of attacks are not going to sway them in their worship and their, their faith in Jesus Christ. That brings us to our uh, World Watchless country for today. We are at number eight, which is Iran. Uh, a few facts about Iran. Region is the Middle East. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. The religion, the main religion is Islam. The persecution level is extreme. The population is 83,587,000, which about 800,000 are Christians, so slightly less than 1%. The government is a theocratic republic, and the leader is Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. What does persecution look like in Iran? What is life like for Christians there? The Iranian government sees the conversions of Muslims to Christianity as an attempt by Western countries to undermine the Islamic rule of Iran. Christians from a Muslim background are persecuted the most, primarily by the government, but also by their families and communities. Secret churches are often raided, and their leaders and members have been arrested and given long prison sentences for, for quote, crimes against national security, unquote. Many Iranians are nominal Muslims, and so some find... And so some new Christians find acceptance from their families. Converts from stricter Muslim families face more persecution at home. Christians from Armenian and Assyrian communities are recognized and protected by the state, but still treated, treated as second-class citizens. They or to speak in Persian during their church services. What has changed in Iran this year? Persecution has remained extreme in Iran with a small increase in the number of in reported incidents of violence. COVID-19 has hit the country hard and many believers are in desperate need of food and aid. Measures to combat the virus have also made communication between Christians difficult and they are increasingly exploring online fellowship and discipleship. Many Iranian prisoners, including some in prison for their faith, were released from prison in order to combat the spread of COVID-19 impact jails. However, other Christians remained in jail and the sentencing of other Christians continues. Christians from a Muslim background are most vulnerable to persecution from the government and from their communities. Government control is highest in urban areas, while rural areas are less monitored. However, the anonymity of urban areas gives Christians more freedom to organize meetings and activities than in rural areas, in which social control is higher. So ways we can pray for Iran, pray for believers in isolation, pray Christians don't dare to, many Christians don't dare to share their faith with anyone around them or don't know any other believers. They depend on online resources to learn more about God. 
Pray for Christians who are currently locked up in prison for their faith. The conditions in Iran's prisons are very poor, and the pandemic has made the situation worse. Pray for those who advocate for the rights of Christians in Iran, both within and outside the country, that they would be listened to and that God would protect them. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much uh, for this time we have to come to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Again, God, we praise you that that you have provided the technology uh, through human beings to uh, come together across vast distances through the social media, through the internet, Lord, and even across the span of time, as many people will uh, download this podcast or watch this video later, still joining their voices with us as we pray for those who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. Lord, right now we lift up Deba and Yogi there in India. Lord, we pray that you continue to bring healing to their bodies, uh, restore them uh, to full health and let their reunited, uh, being reunited at home uh, help in, in doing that, Lord, that they would be continue to grow in their faith, that they would use this situation to your glory, Lord, that they would recognize as they already have testified, Lord, that they know that it was you who saved their lives in this situation. So we praise you for that, Lord. We pray that you be glorified in that and that even in that, that you would draw even their attackers to repentance and faith in you. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Iran. We pray for those who are isolated, um, who are in fear of sharing their faith with other people. The Lord, that you would bring, bring other Christians up alongside of them, that they would have someone to disciple them, to walk with them, to help them mature in their faith and grow in their knowledge and worship of you, Lord. We pray for Christians who are uh, currently uh, imprisoned. Lord, we pray in the in the the poor conditions of the prisons and the pandemic there, that again, that you would protect their health and their lives. But Lord, give them opportunity to share your gospel boldly, proclaim your gospel to the guards and other inmates, and that you would use that to draw people to repentance and faith in you. And Lord, finally, we pray for those who inside and outside of the country of Iran who are advocating for the rights of, of religious minorities, Lord, that we would, uh, that you would turn uh, open ears to their words and that you would turn the hearts of the government to the people and that the the extreme laws forbidding rel religious freedom would be struck down and that a new era of religious freedom would come in for everyone but specifically for Christians to be able to proclaim your truth and your gospel in those areas Lord and again we pray that you be glorified in all these things because it's for your glory and in your name that we pray Jesus amen Amen. Thanks again, guys, for joining me, uh, for taking the time out 10 to 15 minutes a day to join me as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. If you know anyone else who would be willing to be part of this, you can send them over to the Fifth Seal Facebook page. They can join that community, get information about these countries every time I post throughout the year, every day of the month of November, or come over to the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, get all the content that I release there. Or if they don't have time to sit and watch a video, again, they can get this podcast anywhere they pick up audio podcasts. Amazon, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. They can download the MP3, put it in their earbuds, take it with them and join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. Once again, thank you guys for taking the time out. As always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words, they're necessary. And until next time, till tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.